Hey, welcome back to episode three of Today in Podcast with the Stars. Today, I'm joined by the incredible, most known for being on Strictly Come Dancing. He's an NHS doctor and an award-winning TV presenter. It's Dr. Ranj. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to have you on here. Um, and I hope you're oh. good and well with the. I hope you're good and well with the uh, current situation as well. Um, how, how have you yeah. been uh, in lockdown? Oh. I'm to ease out a bit now, but. Um, well, firstly, thanks for having me. Um, uh, yeah, have I been? Uh, it's been an interesting time, but it's been interesting for everyone, hasn't it, over the last year? I think everyone's life's kind of been turned upside down. We've had to adapt to lots of different things and different ways of working. Work for me has been up and down as well. So I still work in the NHS. So that's been busy at times and it's starting to get better. Um, and then obviously the stuff I do like in the media or TV and stuff like that, that's kind of been up and down. I just want things to get back to normal now. <laughs> I think we all I'm do. so ready. Um, and so I think through lockdown as well, we've all became at some point a bit lazy. Um, and yeah. now that we're starting to get back to a new normal, um, I think we're starting to get back into a routine now. But um, I'm talking about being lazy. I was watching TV the other day um, and you was on All Star Musicals and everyone was great on it. Um, and you sang one of my favourite songs actually uh, from Moulin Rouge. Come what may. Um, what was it like getting to be a part of it? Uh, was there any pressure doing it? Because I know you you have a big uh, love for theatre. Yeah, I absolutely adore musical theatre. Um, to me, it's like magic and it's um, it just brings so much joy. And I think it's one of the things that we've sadly really missed over the last year. So to get a chance to like experience a tiny snippet of that. So I'm not musically trained or theatre trained or anything. I've kind of just like... I give things a go and just, you know, run, roll with it really. But I got a chance to be part of an amazing show, chance to experience a tiny bit of that theatre magic um, that not everybody else necessarily gets the chance to do. And it was just, it was just amazing. Like I got to work with like award-winning choreographers and producers and creatives and like hair and makeup team that were incredible. Um, I got mentored by Elaine Page for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, I just loved every single second. It was the most nerve wracking thing I've ever done, but I loved it. Absolutely mm. loved it. Um, as I, uh, I said this to you before, um, I didn't uh, know not uh, not long now. Oh, sorry, I didn't know this till not long ago actually. But um, I didn't realise where I used to uh, watch Get Well Soon. Uh, you on it? <laughs> um, I didn't realise you you are an actual NHS doctor. Um, and I do have to thank you as well and all other NHS doctors for um, helping uh, uh, helping us out at the moment with coronavirus and helping the virus. But um, you also, because you're a doctor, you've uh, wrote a book on uh, how to, yeah. forget me if it's wrong, uh, how to grow up and feel amazing. Yes. Uh, aimed at exactly. ages 10 to 14. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, tell me about it. Um, what, where did uh, your inspiration come from? Um... So yeah, I mean, talking about your first point, yeah, I my day job is that I'm a doctor in the NHS. I work part time, so uh, that gives me the chance to keep doing my hospital work and do like all the other stuff that I'm so lucky to do. And part of that, m more recently, is writing. So um, 
uh, I started writing um, How to Grow Up and Feel Amazing, the No Worries Guide for Boys. Um, I started writing that over a year ago, actually, before the pandemic hit. Um, and I remember I was in Panto at the time with a mutual friend of ours, Luke Jarvis. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was in Panto doing in Mother Goose down in Canterbury doing this amazing show. And in the evenings after the shows, I was sort of going home and having to write a book. Um, and it was a it was a huge like learning curve for me, but I'm so glad I did it because now it feels like the book is more useful than ever. It's a modern grown up guide for boys. So for, it takes you through like some of the like everyday challenges that you might have, as well as the big questions like, you know, who am I? What does it mean to be a boy? Like, um, how do I look after my mental health? How do I deal with social media? Um, it talks about relationships. We talk about safety, consent. We talk about identity, gender, sexuality, everything, right down to basically how to shave. <laughs> so it's yeah. everything's in there. And I'm so glad I didn't know because it, it was quite, it's quite tough writing it actually because it was my first big sort of writing experience, I suppose. But it's kind of come out and everyone that's read it has said they find it really useful. So I'm, I'm really proud of it actually yeah because i mean there's not a lot of uh books and stuff out there and so i think all the reviews as well i've seen some of them and people say lovely. that yeah lovely. it is they've been amazing. really really lovely but i i'm i wanted to write the book that i needed when i was growing up mm. um and also i feel like um there's a need for an up-to-date guide for boys at the moment you know there's there's some stuff out there um but it's been around for a while and i think the world's changed quite a bit so there was a need to kind of bring it into like the 21st century. And also, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there for girls, quite rightly. Um, but I don't feel like there was quite as much stuff out there for boys, particularly stuff that was telling them to, you know, be comfortable opening up and be comfortable talking about your feelings. And if you're struggling and, and you're in trouble, then don't be scared to ask for help. That's the kind of message I wanted to get across. Yeah. And um, I think... I don't I think you've already kind of answered this but um, how did you get uh, into being a doctor as well as doing all this stuff on TV well it's kind of the other way around so I started off as a doctor oh. <laughs> and um I never I didn't leave university thinking I want to be on TV or do all this other like wonderful stuff that I get to do I um went to medical school came out um was a normal doctor just like everybody else working in hospital um and I kind of in a weird way I started to get itchy feet like I wanted to do something slightly outside the box and kind of have a bit of an outlet. I, I started to get a bit bogged down. Um, and then I started doing different things. Um, and then, you know, the opportunity came up to work with the BBC and they were looking for a young people's doctor, basically. Um, so I got involved in that. And then over time, it just literally one thing led to another. It just snowballed. So I started off like advising the BBC on like, some topics around young people and teenagers and uh, and the sort of issues that are important to them fast forward sort of 10 years and i'm <laughs> on the all-stars musical stage singing yeah. my favorite song from moulin rouge or you know i'm dancing on strictly uh, or <laughs> and i'm i'm so i'm so grateful like and so lucky to do what i do um it's just been the best best journey ever mm. um Talking about being on lots of TV shows, you've also done quite a few game shows, um, yeah. <laughs> such as uh, 
uh, <laughs> such as uh, catchphrase and catchpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bill putting you on the spot here. What is your favourite one out of all of them that you've Gosh, been on? So I've done I've done quite a few game shows, and I'm sorry to everyone that's had to watch them. Um, I do <laughs> I, I I go on game shows because they're really good fun. I like to have a laugh. They're fun um, to watch as well. They're fun to watch. They're fun to take part in. Yeah. You get to meet some really cool people. Like on Catchpoint, I became friends with Greg Rutherford, who is an Olympic athlete. He's a brilliant guy. Um, and we get on really, really well, and we're still in touch. Um, so <laughs> it's it's just, it's a really, really fun thing to do. And when I go and game shows, we do it for charity. So we raise money for charity. So. You know, on, on Catchpoint, I raised money for the Trussell Trust, which is a food bank charity. When I was on Catchphrase, I raised money for the Evelina London Children's Hospital and that charity. Um, I've done stuff for Best Beginnings, which is like a, a charity that tries to ensure that all babies get the best start in life. So whenever I do a game show, it's for charity. And I think it's a really good reason to do it as well as having fun. What's my favourite? Oh, what's my favourite? What's my favourite? It's got to be... Oh, there's quite a few of them. I think one of the most fun and one of the most I enjoyed, and I think I was sort of almost, I'm not very good at any of them, but I was probably best at was Catchphrase. Like yeah. I loved watching Catchphrase when I was a kid. So going on that and getting to be a part of that was brilliant. They're saying you've got um, uh, Stephen Mulhern now hosting that as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Um, what was it like? Uh, I Sorry if I pronounce her wrong, uh, name wrong. Uh, what was it like getting to be on Strictly with uh, Jeanette uh, Manuela? Manuela. Yeah, Sorry. you got it. There you go. So she's Cuban, which is her surname is Cuban, Manuela. Um, and it's quite hard to pronounce. <laughs> so I don't blame you. Not I, I don't want to get it wrong. Called, she gets yeah. called all sorts of stuff. Don't worry. Huh. Um, she, like, Strictly as an experience, for me, who's a non-dancer, um, going in there and learning Latin and ballroom styles and routines was a was huge. Um, it was such a like it was such a shock to my system because I'd never really experienced anything that intense before. You've got to learn a new dance and a new routine every single week, and then you've got to perform it in front of over ten million people. It was quite stressful to say the least, but I loved it. Like I haven't felt so fit physically fit ever like and i got to dress up and do these amazing routines and amazing costumes and be part of the biggest show in the country and i've made lifelong friends like jeanette and i are still really really close we message every single week um i thank her in my book actually because a lot of the stuff that she taught me is in the book for example one thing i discovered when i was doing strictly is that i got i got really bad anxiety and i never really had it that bad before um, so obviously I look after young people and other people that get anxiety and advise them on that, but I'd never really experienced it myself to that level. And she really helped me out. She really, really helped me out. And the, the best piece of advice she's ever given me wasn't actually anxiety related. It was, it was confidence related. She said to me, she goes, um, don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness, which basically means go out there, give it 120%. And then if they ask you to reel it back in a little bit, that's fine. But don't go out there and give it 90% or 80% because you'll regret it. It's easier to come down and go up. There you go. Yeah. And actually go out there. And it's all about basically just putting yourself out there, push yourself out of your comfort zone, 
Give it everything you've got. And she was so right. Be happy, be healthy, and get well soon. The doctor will tell you what is good for you. Be happy, be healthy, and get well soon. Uh, back on to um, and get well soon. I think a lot of people who uh, are young around my age, uh, about so around 2012 to 2015, I think it aired, um, uh, would have watched you. Um, what was it like though? Because it's not, it's with puppets. What was it like getting to work <laughs> around with puppets? Because I've seen some behind the scenes of like stuff like Sesame Street and that as well. And, yeah. And it's very different how it works. It's awesome. It's so cool. So Get Well Soon was the big, the first big TV show I ever worked on. It was about almost 10 years ago, if probably, yeah, around 10 years ago, I think it first went on. And I co-created it. So I kind of came up with the original concept and then we sort of developed it and molded it and created the show out of it. Originally didn't have any singing in it. <laughs> and, then, and then it ended up having that thrown in. Um, and I'm so proud of that show because I think it helps so many families with little kids out. And we explore all sorts of topics from like constipation through to head injuries, through to knits, through to like broken bones. It's just everything that a kid would potentially experience and be scared of medically in their life um and I got to work with the puppeteers there were five puppeteers on that show and they are awesome awesome they're still my friends um they work on shows like Star Wars they work on Sesame Street they worked on the Dark Crystal uh like they do they do these incredible like multi-million dollar features and then they came and worked on my little show on TV. <laughs> so I was kind of, I was a I, bit chuffed about that. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's quite little though, because I remember, I mean, a lot of people, um, when I told people, oh, I'm doing a podcast with Dr. Range next week, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I used to watch him. Oh my That's God. Because I'm a lot older than you are, Jake. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, like you said, it would have definitely helped people and it, it wasn't just like oh a help it, it it was fun as well with the puppeteering yeah. and everything in it yeah yeah um, I, I i wanted it to be fun above all okay it's educational and like it helps people out with their medical understanding or you know allays their fears a little bit hopefully makes it less scary um but i wanted it to be fun and i think it is i think it's a good laugh and um, what was it like to get a bafta award uh, for tv presenter <laughs> uh, so we got two BAFTAs for Get Well Soon and I can't believe I still can't believe it I look at it every day and think how did that happen <laughs> um, it was just such an honour because a BAFTA is one of the highest I suppose accolades that you can get in film and TV and it acknowledges um, people that have done something special or um, really forward thinking or something excellent um, and it was to get one was amazing to get two was absolutely incredible um probably never going to happen again <laughs> but my bafta the the i only got one um trophy though because you're only allowed a certain number per award and there's usually because there's so many people in the team that obviously would want a trophy um i've only got one and it sits on my side table as soon as you walk into my flat so it's the first thing you see. <laughs> so yeah, it's got pride of place. Yeah. Um, 
uh, we are coming near to the end now, unfortunately. But um, what advice would you give to someone that uh, potentially wants to do what you do? So maybe being a doctor or yeah, getting into the TV um, career. Yeah. Okay, well, let's I suppose split those into two then. So yeah. first of all, if we talk about advice on being a doctor, um, firstly, anyone can do it. Anybody can do it. Um, what you've got to do is be prepared to work hard. And that's the most important part. I think if you've got an interest in helping people, if you've got an interest in things like biology and the way things work, um, and you know, you're prepared to put in that hard work, you'll be fine. Cause that's all you need. Really. You don't, I'm not naturally clever. A lot of, a lot of people think, Oh, you're a doctor. You must be really, really clever. I'm like, no, I'm not. I just work really, really hard. Um, so Anybody can do it, no matter who you are, where you're from, what your ability is, what your background is, what school you went to. If that's your dream, go and grab it. Um, and the beauty of medicine is that it's such a huge like field of work that there are so many like different parts to it. You'll find a speciality that suits you. So for me, it was pediatrics. It's looking after kids and young people. But some people want to be surgeons, some people want to be skin specialists, some people want to be, um, you know, pregnancy doctors and things like that. There's so much there for you. Um, so, yeah, that would be my advice for anybody thinking about doing medicine. Just run for it, go for it, grab it, but be ready to work really, really hard. Um, for the TV stuff, well, I kind of learned that as I went along, because as I said, I never planned to be on telly. Um, some people go to university and they train in media or in the performing arts and that's their routine. So if you do a creative or a media related degree because you want to get into television or broadcasting, then that's probably a good way because it gives you really good skills and experience and it will give you contacts for the industry. Um, so that would be a good place to start. If, like think about higher education in that area, first of all. And then when you come out of university, it's got to be all about putting yourself out there um, getting as much work experience as you can, which may mean you, you just work for free in your spare time or, you know, whenever you can um, be nice to people because honestly in media, how people perceive you and how you relate to them and whether you work hard, whether you're a nice person, whether you're easy to get on with um, and whether you do your job, those are the things that make people remember you. And when they remember you, they bring you back. And that's what I think has worked for me. So I, will, I do my best to work really, really hard, but I also do my best to be as nice to anyone that I work with or kind to them because one day they could be giving me a job. And that's the important thing. It's nice to be nice because it makes working life better for everybody. But also you never know when you're going to need that person to be nice back. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I always say, do you know what? Be nice to everyone on the way up because... They might be, you, they you never you know out. what's going to happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, again, put, you've got to put yourself out there in the media. You've just, you've got to have a thick skin. You've got to have confidence um, and don't be scared of making mistakes. It doesn't happen overnight. Promise you, it does not just happen overnight. You don't go, unless you're on like the X Factor or something or BGT, you don't just go from, you know, average everyday person one day to being a TV superstar the next. You've got to work for it. You've got to yeah. work. You've got yeah. to put in the graft. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much uh, for chatting, uh, chatting with me. It was so great to meet you. Um, uh, a new podcast should, out, uh, should be out soon. Make sure to like, uh, turn the notifications on, um, and so you know when my next podcast is out.
like you. 